podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down Season 2, Episode 26 of Hannah Montana. It's called Yet Another Side of Me. I'm joined by Courtney Sile. Hi, Courtney. Hi, I'm back. The inimitable Courtney Sile. <laughs> she is inevitable. <laughs> she, she is inevitable. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. I'll be here to, be right to the bitter end. <laughs> I would never want to get rid of you, Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't know this because these episodes are recorded well in advance and therefore you have not listened to the ones prior to this. However, the one prior to this was maybe my least favorite episode of Hannah Montana. Really? (laughs) It was was really, really bad. (laughs) What happened? The the cliff notes. (laughs) She like has a feud with a puppet. And, like, the crazy lady who, like, operates the puppet because of her placement, basically, of her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That, like, immediately gave me a headache. (laughs) Just hearing that description. Yeah. No, it's really bad. Um, But this one. How many times your puppet's gonna be in this fucking show? Courtney, would you like to know the name of the puppet? Yeah, tell me. Pancake Buffalo. That's not even funny. That's just random. Lol, so random, XD. Like, what? <laughs> totally random. Rafflecopter. I love bacon. <laughs> I hate this channel. I hate it. I hate what it's done to my brain. Like, I watched it <laughs> as a child, and now my brain is mush. Anyways. I mean, this episode is the opposite of that. This episode is awesome. <laughs> this episode fucking rocked. This episode whips ass. So, like, it is literally, it has- she talks about whips a lot. <laughs> Yeah, we got, we got like, kinky, sexy stuff. We got an OKB plot. We got oh, the weirdest outfits this episode. We got Madonna, kind of. That's Madonna's the other thing. Raccoons. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. In the previous episode, they established that Madonna exists in the Hannah Montana universe. But the woman in this is clearly supposed to be Madonna. Just with a different yeah. name. Because they can't cast somebody to play Madonna. Yeah, because all the photos of her on the walls, she's dressed like Madonna. So, yeah, to to get into okay. it, I, get it yeah. I had not seen this before. Me neither. <laughs> this, was my, this was my very first viewing of this. Same. The only thing that I really knew about this episode was that the guest character's name is Isis. But Disney Channel, after Isis, the terrorist organization, became a thing went back in and was like, okay, we'll just edit out the second half of her name and her name will just be Ice. <laughs> because oh. that's better. <laughs> I was like, why is her name Ice? Right? It's because her name is Isis, which is an actual name. <laughs> yeah. Because for those who are uneducated, Isis is an Egyptian god. Yes. Like Isis is like an actual name that people yeah. have. It's not just the name of the terrorist organization. Yeah, they just co-opted it and made it bad. Exactly. So I don't like that Disney acknowledged that the true Isis is the bad Isis. <laughs> That's like with Archer, because Archer was called, they're like the spy organization and Archer was called Isis. And then when Isis was actually starting to be bad, they, that was the season they went to cocaine. <laughs> they like shut down Isis. <laughs> so it has affected many, many a, a property in media. <laughs> I would say if I didn't know that they had done this, I probably wouldn't have noticed something was up most of the time. Yeah. However, when they first introduce her, the guy's like, oh no, it's ice. <laughs> and I was like, ah. <laughs> most of the time though, they're using it like in the middle of a sentence. So it's not that weird. But yeah. anyway, that's the scoop on this episode also this episode had a lot of like guest actors in it yeah we'll we'll get there so we open with hannah trying on an outfit with like her designer whose name is daliano they call him dolly (laughs) 
as if there aren't enough dollies on this show. <laughs> but but they call but his name is Daliano, a play on I assume Galliano. Oh, but yeah. Lola looks absolutely terrible in this scene. And I I will give them credit. Daliano acknowledges how terrible Lola looks. He says Raggedy and threw up on her. <laughs> And she's wearing a blue t-shirt with like a one of those like printed on collars and ties. Um I I wrote that she's wearing a ketchup wig because that's what it looks like. It does. It looks like she dunked her head in ketchup. Uh, a headband, a very large red beaded necklace, red suspenders holding up a black and white plaid skirt with like a really big tutu underneath. And red and white striped over the knee socks and like white platform Doc Martens, but like without the boot part. Yeah, I think they were like Doc Martin flats, not boots. Yeah, yeah. They, they still were platforms though. Yeah. Hannah, for her part, what Daliano has created for her is this like gold mini dress, which would be cute, but she's wearing like dark jeans with it. Yeah. <laughs> Like really takes you out of it. <laughs> Which I get it. She's like 15. She she can't be wearing tiny mini skirts all the time. But she still. She wear tights or something, though. Like, yeah, give or like, like a, gold leggings. Give her like a pantyhose or something. Yeah, yeah. And she's wearing these like gold heeled boots. And Daliano is like, where are you wearing this excellent creation of mine? And I also have to say, Courtney, you've seen 30 Rock, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Daliano's just Defuan. He is straight up just Defuan from Thirty yeah. Rock, yeah. <laughs> from House of Jordan. Oh my god, yes! I've watched a lot of Thirty Rock lately, and I'm like deep in the stuff with House of Jordan, and I'm like, oh my god, they, it's literally just Defuan. Yeah, because he, but... he has this like, it's very Paolo in Princess Diaries too, mm-hmm. where he's like, um, oh, the best thing I've ever created is just a sequin dress. And he's like, and jeans. with jeans. And he's like, the Oscars, we will wear it to the Emmys, the Grammys, the Tonys. And she's like, I'm wearing it to the Sunshine Girls thing. <laughs> the Sunshine <laughs> Girls, they they don't make this clear until later in the episode when they mention the Sunshine Girls like sell cookies. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're Girl Scouts. They're Girl Scouts. I thought it was like a charity organization called the Sunshine Girls that like empowers yeah. girls in school or whatever. But... No, it's just the Girl Scouts. They're honoring Hannah with an award for being a great role model. And at first, Aliano's like, how dare you do this to me? But then she's like, but think of all the rich moms who will be there asking where I got this. And he's like, oh, Hannah, you're my favorite client. And uh, but then we hear uh, a voice from the other room that's like, oh, Dolly. And like, and he like, he's like, oh no! And he like claps his hands, and he had these like big posters of Hannah on the walls of his studio, and he claps his hands, and these big pictures of this other lady clunk down over them. Yeah, not Madonna. <laughs> it's definitely not Madonna, you guys. Even though it's one hundred percent Madonna, she's definitely not dressed like the Material Girl. She definitely is wearing the Material Girl outfit in one of them. She's definitely doing Vogue in another one. She She's definitely doing, like, uh, like 80s Madonna or, like, very yeah. early Madonna with like, the, with, like, the hair and the pearl necklace, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, it's ice. And this is where I was like, okay, that one was obviously cut off because of yeah. how he said it. And then... He he even says, like, move it, pop princess, the queen has arrived. And Lola says that Immaterial Girl was her theme song when she was six. And I'm like, you guys are really laying in on thick that this is Madonna. And yet Madonna exists in this universe? Like, what the fuck did Madonna do then? Right? This is This is what I'm confused by. Because in the exact episode prior to this, and maybe they shot them out of order, but who knows... In the one directly prior to this, it opens with them at, like, Madonna's diamond on the Hollywood Parade of Diamonds, which is the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They're, like, at it. They're, like, posing with it. (laughs) And they're, like, we love Madonna. (laughs) So what the fuck did Madonna sing in this universe, then, if she didn't sing Material Girl? 
Maybe she's saying Material Girl and uh, Ice ripped her off with Immaterial Girl. Then how is Ice the Queen of Pop? Like, I don't know. It's it's a Robbie Ray, Billy Ray situation again. And I am which like, Which we do get a lot of in this episode too. <laughs> the thing is, these are unforced errors. <laughs> no one, no one's making them do this. <laughs> They're just throwing they wrenches. They could have picked anyone. <laughs> They're throwing wrenches in their own universe. Well, they clearly aren't mapping it out as thoroughly as I am, but yeah, still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hannah's like, I love impress herself. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. <laughs> Especially because we recently watched the like Madonna tribute episode of Glee together. And I was like, I can't believe Courtney and I are doing this episode that talks about Madonna so much because we, we loved that episode of Glee so much. <laughs> we did. We did. We really did. I've been listening to Madonna a lot lately because of it. <laughs> so you were primed and ready for this. I was ready for this episode of Hannah Montana to just ruin Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is where uh, I keep wanting to call him Dufuan, but it's Daliano. <laughs> he like throws a blanket over Lola. He's <laughs> like, you need to get out of here. I cannot let Ice see you in my studio. <laughs> We then see Ice, and I was like, I have seen her somewhere very recently. And I looked her up. The actor who plays Ice is named Rachel York, who is, like, a theater actress predominantly, but she's Mm -hmm. also been in a lot of TV. And I most recently saw her as stripper Officer Nasty on an episode of Frasier (laughs) that I watched, like, last week. (laughs) Oh, my God. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Officer Nasty. Thank you, Officer Nasty. <laughs> that was like 10 years before this <laughs> when she did God. that. We love the character actors. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> she also kind of reminds me of Liza, the photographer from season one. I've been thinking about her a lot lately, to be honest. I don't know why. <laughs> but... Uh, Ice is, like, a fan of Hannah's, and Hannah's like, well, what do you think of my outfit? Daliano just designed it for me. And she's like, I like it, but it's so Hannah Montana. And Hannah's like, well, I am Hannah Montana. Did you think I was somebody else? (laughs) And she's like, no, it's just, you know, if you don't change up your look, you'll probably lose all your fans. Like, you need to reinvent yourself. That's how I do things. And you need to think, like, several phases of your career ahead. And this really, really rattles Miley. (laughs) She is, like, shaken to her core by this advice. Which, I mean, also, yeah, if Madonna came up to you and was like, hey, your career's gonna end soon unless you step it up. Like, I think, yeah, I think anyone would be rattled, but... Yeah, I mean, it would... She would get in my head if I was Hannah Montana. And this is, like, the queen of pop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like if Lady Gaga came to you personally, Courtney, oh my God. and was like, Courtney, if you don't change your style of playwriting, people are gonna stop wanting to hear what you have to say. First, I would, you would probably, be shaken. I would be shaken. First, I would probably cry because it's Lady Gaga. <laughs> Second, I would probably faint and then throw up because it's Lady Gaga. Yeah. And then it would be very sad that she told me to change my playwriting style. <laughs> But I would also reevaluate. Your takeaway would be, Lady Gaga, you've you've read my plays? (laughs) Honestly, yeah. My takeaway would be, like, oh my god, Lady Gaga, you came into my show? Like, what did you think? (laughs) Do you want to give me money to produce on Broadway? (laughs) (laughs) Or she comes to us and is like, you guys' podcasts, they're fine, but (laughs) you need to change it up. They're, like, too long. Maybe you should shorten them. Okay, you're releasing Chromatica okay. remix with a thousand tracks on it, but okay. <laughs> Too long. I like how you're like coming up with rebuttals for this hypothetical version of Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'm fighting with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, if you're out there, we're feuding, except we're not. We're beefing. <laughs> I have a beef with Lady Gaga. And if she responds to this beef, I will die. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we then cut to Robbie Ray, who is sitting at home alone and just for no reason. 
it, it doesn't end up becoming relevant to anything. I was like, is this going to be like a B-plot that Robbie Ray is like gassy or whatever? No, it's just nope. purely there. It's just a fart he, joke. He like notices that no one's home and he like lets out a fart and then Miley and Lily get back. And he's like, oh, hey guys. He tries to like usher them back out onto the deck to hang out. Yeah, because he just farted. I know, but never mind the fact that Miley has is still in full Hannah garb. Yes. Just come home in broad daylight. No, I was thinking about this too. I was like, you don't want to change before you walk up to your house. Like, change in the limo. I assume you took a limo. Change in the limo. <laughs> like I know. It Yeah. yeah. Miley is still very upset about the events of the day and she is caught up in how her new outfit is classic Hannah Montana and she's crying about how her career is in trouble and she's going to lose her fans and if she doesn't change her look and sound her fans will get bored of her and Robbie Ray tries to tell her how much her audience loves her but Robbie also can't name anyone who's successful despite not changing things up (laughs) Firstly, Miley is going, and then Lily's going, she's really upset because she doesn't want to lose her pants. Fans, fans. Yeah. And I'm like, why is, the, why is the crying necessary? She's open mouth crying. I know, she's very, she's very distressed. And then she fully comes for her dad's career, which is really funny. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some back and forth here. But Miley then is like up in her room talking with Lily and Oliver, brainstorming what her new sound could be. And they're like, how about hip hop? Because that went over so well the one time she attempted that for 30 seconds. Oh my God. Half dollar Hannah. She immediately is like, oh yeah, half dollar Hannah. And I'm like, why? So you're saying you're only worth 50 cents? Or is that the joke? That it's like 50 set? I think either way it's problematic. (laughs) Either way, it's not good. (laughs) It cuts to her in a black room wearing... She looks like a man, basically. She's she's wearing exactly what Oliver wears for Mike Stanley, except it's on her. Like, it's... I think they actually took one of his costumes and some of his fake facial hair because she's wearing a goatee in this for some reason. And... Yeah, we cut to like a little sequence of of her as half dollar Hannah. Please. And she like complete with like uh the upside down visor that Oliver wears when he's Mike Stanley. And she has the goatee oh. and I'm, I'm like, why the fuck did they put the goatee on her? She's still well, a girl. Girls don't do hip hop. Duh. <laughs> anyway, oh, so she does a little she does a little rap. They didn't even try to, like, make her not look like Oliver in his costumes. No. A little bit. I I think they literally just were like, okay, make the goatee blonde instead of brunette, slap it on her, and have her just literally wear Oliver's clothes. Yeah. Anyway, she does a little rap, and she says, and then when she, like, comes back to reality, she says, fricky, fricky, frayed not. I... I have just reached my limit of the fricky fricky on this show. <laughs> I oh, can't, get, I can't oh, with it. But we get a faux shizzle later. So <laughs> I know. And I was like, I'm not even going to write this down because it makes me so mad. But <laughs> they then are like, what about techno Hannah? And it's like the same deal. Like we see her in a little costume. She has like a bucket on her head. She's, it, it's supposed to be Devo. Yeah. And she has a song called clip it, which is about, trimming plants and then it transitions to be chip it to be about playing golf (laughs) and she's like i don't get it ice makes it look so easy to go between genres i'm like well you're not really trying at this point (laughs) like you don't like because because miley doesn't even write her own music her dad writes her songs like of course she wouldn't know how to change her sound she just does what her dad tells her to do exactly so unless she, like, experiments with hiring other songwriters and, like, testing things out. See, this is this is the problem. This is, this is my one beef. And I get why they did it, because they had to have an episode. However, 
if Miley was actually so caught up in this, mm-hmm. she wouldn't then immediately be like, okay, whatever my next appearance or like event is, that's where I'm going to debut this new thing. So I have until then to figure this out because that's not enough time. And when mm-hmm. pop stars actually change their look and their sound, they have like a whole team working on it and they carefully decide when to roll it out for mm-hmm. maximum impact, you know? And yeah. if her team was anyone other than just her father. <laughs> and also, it would be like, we have to wait for the next album to debut your new sound. Exactly. Because that's what Taylor Swift does. That's what Madonna does. That's what people do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Miley is like, I have to I have to figure this out today, basically, for some reason. Yeah, and she's she like gets... determined to make a new sound in the next 20 minutes. And it's like, <laughs> it takes years to cultivate new music and sound. You have to grow as an artiste. You cannot just decide one day to do heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, so she 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 gets the idea that she has to be the anti-Hannah, which we then cut to her in like the living room she's playing one of their electric guitars giving me uncle earl vibes shredding <laughs> he's just shredding away on that thing and she's singing really badly and it is this is the other thing is she still wants to be a pop star yeah and yet she's like i'm gonna go completely hip-hop or i'm gonna go completely metal it's like you have to infuse it into pop music mm-hmm. otherwise you're not making pop music anymore you know yeah. you still have to do what you know basically yeah you have to do like it's country. more about like what producers you use what sort of instrumentation than it is because she she's just she just immediately is like okay i'm doing metal but also <laughs> he's I, I give her credit as like a 15 year old this is how she probably thinks it works yeah. <laughs> like, I know she is in the music industry, but if her dad is the one doing everything, then she's like, okay, well, if I need to cultivate a new sound, I need to completely change who I am and what I do then. And it's just like, no, you need to slowly integrate new sound into the music you already have. Like, just do a yeah. remix of True Friend with, like, some shredding guitar. <laughs> yeah, get get Travis Barker to come in and do the drums on the True Friend remix. You gotta get Pharrell in there to produce it, like, because he produces fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. like, Hip hop R&B moment, you know? Yeah, yeah, there you go. But her little metal song does not go over well with Lily or Oliver or Robbie Ray. She wants to surprise her audience, but Robbie Ray is concerned about scaring them away. And. Robbie Ray gets very offended by Miley saying that he's out of touch because he wrote all of Hannah Montana's material, (laughs) which it is a little ungrateful. (laughs) And Robbie Ray says that the title of Hannah's next album could be Like Me or I'll Hit You in the Face, which is very catchy. I I also noted that in this scene, Oliver is wearing a shirt with like, those like plastic linking monkeys on them. What are those called? Um, the like monkeys in a barrel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> barrel of monkeys. And then uh, Miley's like, "Screw all of you! This new Hannah is gonna blow the roof off the Sunshine Girls benefit." And I'm like, "You can't wait until whatever your next event is. You need to debut Metal mm-hmm. Hannah." at the Sunshine Girls Role Model of the Year ceremony. In front of 12-year-olds! <laughs> it's so much. It's so much. I didn't know that the dream sequence in this was a dream sequence. Me neither. And I thought it was a really effective use of a dream sequence. Absolutely. <laughs> Probably the most effective use of one they've done so far. Yeah. So Miley's, like, up in her room yelling about how nobody understands what it's like to be an artist. And she, she is wearing pigtails in this scene. I, I did write that down. <laughs> she throws a pillow and it makes her, like, Robbie Ray doll talk. But what? the Robbie Ray doll, it, like, it's dressed like Kristoff from Frozen, for starters. Like, and 
it looks like a Ken doll dressed as Kristoff and Frozen, but they glued extra hair on the back to give him a mullet. Yes. Yes. Why does she have a talking doll of her dad? <laughs> and why is it just like sitting out like she's been playing with it? And why was it made in the first place? Who the fuck wants a doll of Robbie Ray except for the people in like Sweden or wherever he's famous? <laughs> It's it's only for the Swedes, and Robbie Ray just, like, kept one and gave it to his daughter. And it's, like, in mint condition, too. It's, like, a new Robbie Ray doll. Not, it hasn't been around that thing one. is probably, like, 15 years old at that point. It uh, <laughs> looks brand new. It's probably as old as Miley. But she's like, well, you know what? I'm not going to brush my teeth before going to sleep because I'm bad to the bone. And I'm like, I mean, bad hygiene to the bone, which is your tooth. Like, you don't want to fuck around with your teeth. <laughs> Oh, you didn't brush your teeth before bed. Oh, same. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> you girl. The rest of us are just forgetful. <laughs> so then we cut to the Sunshine Girls benefit. Hannah is introduced as role model of the year. Uh, this is where we actually see what the Sunshine Girls are. They're wearing, like, yellow berets. And then one in a million starts to play. And there's also, like, a poster of Hannah just, like, set up on the stage. Same photo, by the way, that's in Daliana's. Um, yeah. <laughs> they were like, we are printing exactly one photo of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I bet actually it is the same one from the Daliano set. And they yeah. just shot this last so that she could bust through it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So, so, yeah, she busts through the picture of Hannah. And... She is wearing, like, a red and black wig, and she's, like, dressed all in red and black with, like, a leather vest and dark makeup and black lipstick. And she starts singing a song about how she used to be a nice girl, but now she isn't. And I was like, so she's not a great songwriter when her dad isn't helping, I guess, because this is not very good. (laughs) I would like to point out that Miley, in that moment, and I had the same hair. I currently have red and black hair. You do you do have the same hair, except your hair isn't big like that. You it's not like big. it's not like the 2008 like angsty scene kid hair, but it is definitely the same color. So. It, it is. <laughs> Dang, you got quite an ombre going right now. I know it faded really nice. It looks good. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm Hannah Montana. <laughs> Am I Hannah Montana? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the song is, I think it, it's, like, about breaking the rules, and, Yeah, she says uh, I need to break the rules a lot. Yeah, and the Sunshine Girls are very into it. They she are loving a, this song. She starts a fucking riot with these <laughs> I, I could not believe how hard they went on this scene. It escalated so quickly. <laughs> so, so it starts with Hannah, like, standing on one of the tables singing the song, but then all the other girls also, like, get up on the tables. And Hannah's like, wait, guys, it's just a song. I don't mean it literally. And then they, like, l- the, like, children hoist somebody's dad into the air and are, like, passing him around like he's crowd surfing. They hogtie <laughs> Robbie Ray and carry him around <laughs> on a fucking spit. <laughs> they literally, they, they literally tie up Robbie Ray to this and carry him around through the room it is insane and she tries to backtrack and just sing true friend but like a girl is swinging from the chandelier upside down robbie ray walks by on the pole like it's the the girl uh on the chandelier like swings back and like rams herself directly into miley which wakes her up and She wakes up, like, screaming, which, I mean, I would, too. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. I I cannot believe how hard they went on that. I know I just said that, but, like, I can't believe, like, like that, that was some of the best background acting I've, like, seen on this show. It was so funny. Look, they spent their whole budget on this one episode in that one scene, <laughs> and it worked. That scene was so good. I didn't think it was a dream sequence. I thought it was real. Even I, after I completely thought it was real. Even after Miley woke up, I thought it was going to be a thing where she was like, oh, it was just a dream. And Robbie Ware is going to be like, no, you did that yesterday. And now we have to like, <laughs> save face today. <laughs> like, the national anthem. 
Oh my gosh. I didn't even consider the fact that he'd be like, no, darling, you did do it. I did get tied up to that spit. (laughs) Now we got to talk to the Sunshine Girls today and see what kind of damage we did. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) But that's not it. He comes in. He's holding a stuffed raccoon because he thought somebody was breaking into the house. And Miley says, what were you going to do? Raccoon him to smithereens. And those raccoons holding an apple. (laughs) The raccoon... The raccoon, Robbie Ray kept it on his nightstand. He also, there's such a rich backstory for this taxidermied raccoon. He's like, his name's Buster. He's also a light. He like turns him on. There's like a light shining from inside his mouth. And he's like, I just got it because I thought it looked cool. You can get, how did people ever interior decorate before the internet? And I was like, gosh. (laughs) Miley confesses. That Robbie Ray was correct and that she doesn't want to send a bad message to her fans and that she likes who she is. She's not going to change just to hold on to an audience that hasn't even begun to let leave her, you know, mm-hmm. and Robbie Ray in turn. And I was surprised by this. He apologizes and says that, you know, as an artist, she should have the freedom to explore. And he wasn't giving her that. And I was like, dang, Robbie Ray. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. That was the extra step. <laughs> and then and then Miley says something that is just wild foreshadowing for her life, which is how will I ever be an angsty teen with a daddy like you? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh Miley, you'll find will, a way. <laughs> you will you will figure it out. I I I assure you, little Miley, that you will find a way. <laughs> Just wait three more years. Yeah. Jackson then enters holding more taxidermy. This one was like some sort of bear. It was like a... But it was very small. It was like a beaver looking thing. Or like a weasel or something. I don't know. But... (laughs) But he's like, this one's a pencil sharpener. And... And, uh... Miley was like, am I the only one that doesn't have taxidermy in my room? (laughs) No, she only has a dollar for dad. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, the bumper is basically Hannah goes to see Daliano to cancel her anti-Hannah look that she ordered, which included like a whip. A bowl whip, which she said, yeah. never mind. I'll take that. I can use it on Jackson. Ew. Ew. It's pretty weird, but... The ice posters are still up, which means that ice is there. She enters. And she enters dressed in the exact outfit that Hannah wore to come see Daliano. Like, like it is the exact outfit she is currently wearing. Which, and like, how did he do that? Right? And I guess she was, like, out to copy Hannah all along. It, it made me wonder, and they didn't go this deep, but I was like... Was Ice's goal to psych Hannah out so that she could, like, take over her fan base? I guess. Because that is what happened. That's, like, what was happening. Why do they need to compete for fan bases? People will listen to what they want to listen to. I agree. I I thought it was dumb when they were doing it with Michaela, and I think it's dumb in this, but... I I don't think music is competitive that way. Like, yeah, you want to be the person that sells lots of albums and sells at concerts, but... If you're good, you can all be that person. Like, I'm not going to, like, choose between Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga, you know? Well, see, that's... I think this is, this is like, almost ahead of its time because every once in a while I see some, like, stan Twitter stuff about musicians and it rattles me. I'm like, do you honestly think the artists you're standing for give a shit about if they were higher on the charts than this other person, like, I really don't think it matters. Like they're making so much money. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. (laughs) When when Katy Perry and Taylor Swift were feuding, I was like, who cares? Like, (laughs) well, yeah, that was, that wasn't over like album sales though. I know it was over like background dancers or whatever, but like, it's fucking stupid. Like, why can't they work for both of you and make their money? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I will never. I, yeah, I think in general it's it's kind of dumb, but but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's you know, actually what the writers of this were going for with the no. 
reveal at the end, but I no, do think it was an interesting little thing to do. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The music industry in general is kind of weird like that, where it's like, they want it to be so competitive, and it's just like, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, and I think the people that are ultimately successful are the ones that aren't as competitive about it. Yeah, just because I see, like, more billboards of Ariana Grande, I'm not gonna, like, choose to listen to her that day. I'm gonna listen to Stevie Nicks or something. Like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) my Spotify is really weird, guys. (laughs) I have a little bit of everything on there. And yet you don't want to make it weirder by adding the Glee cast to the mix. No, I don't. Thank you. Thank you for asking. I don't. I will we'll just see. We'll just see how long it takes, Courtney, for you to finally crack <laughs> and do it. Listeners, if the day I start listening to the Glee soundtracks is the day I eat my own foot. So <laughs> can't wait for that day to happen. <laughs> I personally can't wait for uh, you to go live on Instagram eating your own foot. <laughs> Just shoving it in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Today I listened to the Glee version of Funny Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be what would break you. What would break you would be like, I don't know. Uh, no, you know, I, I actually have a good idea about what might actually break you on that. What is it? What season? Uh, well, Welcome to our potentially stuff in season two, but because the thing about Glee is that sometimes they do arrangements and mashups, etc., that are exclusive to the show. And if you have... go listen to the originals, it's not the same. I did have the boys mashup of It's My Life and was it an Usher song? Confessions. I did, I did have that stuck in my head the other day, but I didn't <laughs> listen to it. I didn't do that, but I did have it stuck in my head. We'll just see, Courtney. We'll just see. You want to talk about the B-plot? <laughs> Until we turn this into our Glee cast. The B-plot literally lasts maybe 45 seconds. I mean, there's a lot that they shove into it, though, despite being pretty short. Yeah. And despite only being two scenes. <laughs> so, Jackson is going out with Brainless Becky from the start of the season. From the... <laughs> From my favorite B-plot, the one with Thor's bird. R.I.P. Thor and his bird. We will never see you again, and I'm so sad. She looks familiar, that actress. It's Tiffany Thornton. Who's that? Who was in, like, other Disney Channel stuff. Okay, I feel like she she looked like Disney Channel girl, for sure. She is a Disney Channel girl. Okay. I think she has since retired, though, (laughs) to, like, be a mom. But Well, good for her. They're walking on the beach and they trip and she gets a nosebleed and Rico warns Becky to get out now because Jackson brings everyone down to his level. (laughs) But Becky just thinks that Rico and Jackson's banter is funny and that they're like brothers. Although she actually says, it's like you two are sisters, but guys. (laughs) And Jackson's like, you mean brothers? (laughs) Yeah, sure. And, uh... Okay, she then, wasn't so random. That's why I know. That's yes. familiar. Uh, then she leaves, and Rico makes a joke about how opposites attract, but Jackson and Becky are both stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and Rico agrees to give Jackson an advance on his next salary, but it comes with a condition that every time someone says the word dog, Jackson has to bark. And it's going well until a couple comes up and asks for hot dogs and Jackson barks at them, which the guy takes offense to. And I'm like, this is one of Rico's weirder schemes. Like, what is the goal here? What is, is it just purely for Jackson to get beat up? Like, I don't know, to get Jackson murdered? Like, this man was ready to murder him for barking at his girlfriend. Yeah. And so then later, Jackson is icing his head, and he calls out Rico for messing with him for no reason. He's like, don't you have anything better to do? You know, like, next time you're bored, can you just, like, hang out with your friends instead of messing with me? But then he realizes that Rico doesn't actually have any friends. Because apparently Rico is suing all of them, including his brother. We said that at the same time. He was like, I was I was close with my brother Mateo, or, you know, I would be close with him if he'd just settle out of court. <laughs> How is he suing other children? You can't sue a child. I don't know. 
Is he suing the parents of his friends? Oh, maybe. Either way, that's fucking stupid. And also, his dad is the one having to do all this shit. Isn't his dad, yeah. like, being a billionaire? Yeah. Jackson is, like, trying to teach Rico that if you want friends, you have to be nice. You can't just insult them and pull pranks on them and sue them all the time. And they basically decide to go see a movie together. And Jackson suggests that they wrap up Rico like a baby so that he can get in for free, which like touches Rico's heart. (laughs) It speaks to his interests. Oh my God. And uh, that's it. (laughs) That's it. That's the B plot. Cut, print, put it on TV. To quote Smash, cut, print, moving on. Thank you, Deborah Messing. <laughs> Thank you, Messing. I'm watching a lot of Will and Grace lately, and she sings a lot in that show. And for someone who can't really sing, they really put her on Smash. <laughs> yeah, they really did. They really did. Anyways. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Yeah. We got a couple sweet niblets just to do the the quote count or whatever it is. What is it called? Catchphrase. The catchphrase counter? Yeah. I I do not keep up with that. I I try, but it's there's so much to take notes on in these. I can't I can't be fully in tune. Yeah, I know Robbie Ray said sweet niblets once and then does it count if his doll said ye doggy? <laughs> that does count, yes. Okay. That, that counts. <laughs> ye doggy. I want a Robbie Ray doll. I want a Robbie Ray doll that talks to me. Somebody make that happen. Send me a doll. We should we should look up if that's something that is like actually accessible. A Google for Christmas this year. The other thing I didn't mention is that Daliano is played by, and I believe this is how you say his name, Meshach Taylor, who uh, has been in tons of things, but nothing I have seen except for this. But he was on 152 episodes of Designing Women, so I feel like I do have to mention that because I know that. That was a popular show whenever that was on. <laughs> I never watched that one. Me neither. The gays love it. So it must be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they must like this guy. <laughs> so Unless he's like the villain of Designing Women. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't find the doll from the episode, but I found a Billy Ray Cyrus cowboy sitting singing doll that sings Achy Breaky Heart. That's probably what they based this on. Oh, no. Oh, that's so ugly. What? Why? That's not actually Billy Ray, though. That's just like a... No, it's just a cowboy. How much? 30 bucks. 30? That's doable. Free shipping. Free shipping. Courtney, get on this. Guess what you're getting for Christmas. I hope we do Secret Santa, and I hope I get you. <laughs> you got me last year. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going to send you the link so you can post a picture of it to the Instagram, maybe. Okay, perfect. Perfect. I will. Um, it is ugly. <laughs> it's, it's really ugly. Um, but it seems to ache your breaky heart, so, you know, bonus. So, you know. Oh, do you have other thoughts about this episode? Um... No, I'm glad we got, like, a little bit of everyone in this episode. Like, we got some piano, yeah. we got some Lily, Oliver was there. The Jackson B plot wasn't, like, ridiculous. Robbie Ray wasn't Robbie Raying his way everywhere. Um, <laughs> he wasn't Robbie Raying it up. No, he was actually, like, decent in this episode. Yeah, everyone everyone played their part in this episode, and it was nice. Miley wasn't a bitch this episode because she was mostly Hannah this episode. I, I really genuinely liked this one. It was a this good is- one. This makes the list of favorite Hannah Montana episodes for me. It's, and maybe it's partially because it's coming off a string of, like, really bad episodes. Mm-hmm. But this one was really good. I liked this one. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I gotta go listen. <laughs> Any final thoughts? I gotta go listen to my favorite um, Ice song, Immaterial Girl. <laughs> Immaterial Girl. I can't get over that. And in- Impress Yourself. That doesn't even make sense. It really doesn't. Immaterial girl. What is she singing about? Not wanting, like, material objects? She wants love and, like, kindness and world peace? Oh, my God. (laughs) 
how do you impress yourself? I did a backflip today, but I impressed myself. Nobody else saw it but me. What? <laughs> <laughs> those songs make sense. What other oh like McDonald's ripoff songs that you have? Like a surgeon. That's weird. weird. I was going to say like a surgeon. I was watching Weird Out videos before I fell asleep last night. That was the last thing I did before bed last night was watch three Weird Al videos. Uh Uh-huh. Classic. Amish Uh Paradise has no right to be that good. Been spending most of my life living in Amish Paradise. Same with White and Nerdy. White and Nerdy also has no right. To I watched that one too. That's my that's my like other favorite one. I remember when that came out, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And I da- I like bought it on iTunes. I bought oh, the same. video on iTunes for same. my video iPod. Same. I had it on <laughs> that my was iPod before Nano. you could just watch YouTube all the time. I had it on my iPod Nano third generation. <laughs> oh my god, the tiniest screen. I used to watch episodes of SpongeBob, Avatar Last Airbender, and CSI Las Vegas. <laughs> On my tiny little iPod. I got episodes of Monk for my iPod. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you think Ice is a song called La Isla Hawaii or something? <laughs> La Isla Gordita. <laughs> La Isla Boniva. <laughs> what are other Madonna songs? What it feels like for a squirrel. Like a hymn. <laughs> like a hymn. Instead of like a prayer. <laughs> Him. <laughs> oh my god uh, do you think vogue is called like vanity fair or something <laughs> <laughs> mama don't preach mama don't preach mama well, don't lecture <laughs> she did four minutes but it's called five minutes <laughs> yeah and it's featuring like Nick Carter instead of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Joey Fatone. Oh my god, not Joey. <laughs> Lance Bass. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And instead of Timbaland, it's uh Pharrell Williams. Like, Pharrell, yeah, Pharrell. <laughs> borderline. Oh. What would borderline be? Oh, do you think she did a a, a James Bond song like Madonna did? Did she do Die Another Day? But all I can think of is the new one that's just No Time to Die. So, <laughs> Isn't that Billie Eilish? Yes. That's right. Uh, die Another Day. Um, live another, another tomorrow. Live another week. <laughs> live another week. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. We could do this all day. <laughs> we really could. Uh, last, last thoughts. Final final thoughts? Um, no. Okay. Good episode. Short, sweet, to the point. Did it. Done did it. <laughs> Do you want to let people know where they can find you? Yeah. So you can follow me personally at Courtney Style on Instagram or Twitter. I don't really use Twitter very often. I just scream into a void. I have two podcasts of my own. I have Trailer Trashed. We are nearing the end of our road trip across 50 states so you can follow us at trailer trash no ian trash um or you can listen to ramsey's recast where elise has been a frequent guest and we're gearing up for season three of that i don't know when this is coming out maybe season three has started already we'll see but you can follow that at ramsey's recaps on instagram and then if you're in the new york area tickets for my show revolution are live so follow revolution.play on Instagram and get your tickets and come see my show. Hell yeah, dude. And we also have a super secret project that I don't know if we can talk about yet. <laughs> well, we were we were kind of alluding to it earlier in the episode, so I feel <laughs> like I think we probably can since we're also going to do like the one thing standing in our way of releasing episodes as soon as we're done with this. Yes. So, Absolutely. uh Courtney and I have been working on a new podcast. Uh, <laughs> we have completed recording for season one. We have. And we will be releasing episodes soon. I don't know exactly when, but by the time this is out, I'm going to hold myself to it. By the time that this is out, which is, I believe, September 20th, we will have started releasing episodes. Yes, that is feasible for us. The show is called TH Glee. <laughs> Brilliant title. Elise came up with it. 
Thank you. Thank you. I am very proud of it. Uh, it is a it show. Better, where... It was better than my title, which was Glee Weed. <laughs> I didn't get it. Weed. Weed. No, it's it's called TH Glee. You can find the, the our like handle on all social medias is t at th glee four twenty. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, for those not in the know, I am a recovering glee addict from my high school days and when it was originally airing. Courtney is not that. Courtney nope. has, you know, seen bits and pieces over the years of glee, so it's I, kind of you know. You're watching. I I think I had seen. I think all of season one and I've seen mm-hmm. bits and pieces of season two and three. You will learn quickly that I, I totally didn't know there was a sixth of these seasons. So. Yes. <laughs> so, Courtney and I are making my, our way through all six seasons of Glee and we're doing it while super high. <laughs> we take edibles and then watch Glee is really fun. So, you know, listen responsibly. <laughs> Consume responsibly. We're both in states where it's legal. Thank you. And we're both of an age where we can purchase it legally. Yes. Uh, if you are not, don't do it. We don't have to it. say that. 21. 21. I think we don't have, I think we have to say that. I think we for, have to tell for you. For legal reasons, we're going to say it. <laughs> to cover our bases, we are going to say <laughs> only consume legally and responsibly. <laughs> and, uh, but. Even if you don't, you should still listen to uh, our show, TH Glee. Do we talk about Glee? You'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never tell. The answer is. Uh, (laughs) And I don't know what days we're going to be releasing this. It's very, I call it, what did I call it? Guerrilla podcasting. Yes. It's pretty much whenever we want to. We, the only reason we recorded so much as we have right now is just because it's fun to record yeah we're both and, and we record in batches because it, taking an edible you're high for hours yeah. so we just take it and then watch as many episodes of glee as we can while we're still high yeah and also oh. you're about to be in school i'm about to go to rehearsals for a lot of things yes. so we're both about to be very busy so yeah don't hate <laughs> on us if we miss a couple of weeks of releasing yeah, it, this is this is very much a side project for both of us. Yes, uh, this is this <laughs> this current podcast is like my hobby, but this podcast is even more of a hobby. It is even more to the side. Yeah, <laughs> I'm much more loosey goosey with how I edit and when we're gonna post and all that. So it's just for fun. And if you feel like having fun with us, find us at thglee420 or wherever you get podcasts. Assuming that. Anchor will allow us to distribute it wherever we want. <laughs> I think they will. I think they've seen yeah. yours. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if Republicans can have podcasts, we can have podcasts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, now that we've said that piece... Thank you so much, Courtney, for joining me today and Thank for you. talking about this episode with me. It was very fun. Anytime. Uh, this is first thing in the morning for me. This is literally the first thing I did after waking up today was record this. And thanks so much to all of you for tuning into today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I hope you'll join me next week where I will be discussing season two, episode 27 of Hannah Montana. It's called The Test of My Love. Join me for that. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you'd like to find me, uh, or find the show rather, we're on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod, Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Lovely Lacey, Instagram at Actor Elise. And like I said, my other show. TH Glee coming soon. Uh, And until next time, keep on pumping up the party.